Welcome to the very first episode of the MaxCast. I'm Max Marcus, your host, and joining me is a great guest. I'm very excited to have him, the very funny Nico White. I'm at. Oh, my God. First of all, first of all, Max, 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 Max. I have to say this is the, um, I've, I've never felt so happy to do a podcast before. Thank yeah. you for having me on, fam. Oh, yeah. Thanks for doing it. As, no doubt. As people know, and they probably do, because I feel like most people listening to this are probably going to be over from the Potterhood at first. Probably uh, at first. Nico, great comic. You can see him all over New York City uh, these days in parks and roofs. Yeah, um, fam. All over the five be, boroughs. Used to be you could see me all throughout the country, and now you yeah. can see me exclusively in wherever they allow jokes to be told <laughs> in places that I can get to. Yeah, I uh, I guess let's start with that. How uh, how do you like this new this new comedy this comedy world in the parks and roofs? Um, if I'm being honest with you, man, it doesn't feel um. It's not that it's different, right? Because I feel like there's always been shows like this, but we've never had to have them be the ecosystem before to where now it's like the lifeblood for, not not for comedy, but for certain places, right? Yeah. So now you have Stand Up New York, they have like five or six park shows, right? As opposed to the club having maybe two shows a night or on a weekend, maybe three shows a night. So it's funny to see, not funny, but it's, um, I'm happy to see how people are adapting. Yeah. And stand up New York is, uh, where I had interned for a long time and recorded a lot. Of I remember that they, yep. uh, I think I met you on a podcast where I got yelled at for no reason. You, uh, it was, uh, I forgot whose podcast it was, but it was, uh, it was all about uh, the R. Kelly stuff. She was really yeah. It was me, stuff. you, and the shaman. Yeah, shaman. It was. Uh, I think it was Kate Wolf's podcast. Mm, sure was. And that was also the it's night that I was, I was right. I was rushed because I was trying to get out to see uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly in theaters. Fam, let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, let's talk about that. So I don't know to the folks that are listening to this to the Max Cast. Me and Max. And- both big um, anime fans, Dragon Ball Z in particular, right? So when we started, um, when we started the Potterhood, and I remember I first came over to um, your spot to record, and was it the Naruto game that was there? Yeah, I have a few Naruto games and Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I didn't know Max was this type of nerd, right? And I think I played you in a Dragon Ball Z game, and you killed me. I want to say. Maybe. No, well, I got you on Jump Force. You've always kicked my ass in the Naruto games. There we go. It was Jump Force. Fam, I went over to, I went over, because I, t- I talk a lot of trash anyway when it comes to video games, but Max murked me in Jump Force, and it wasn't even close. And I don't like losing. I get mad when I lose. So, he had a Naruto game. We throw a Naruto game. I'm flexing for no reason. Absolutely no reason. You're I started one hand. I started playing with one hand, and that's just rude, and I want to apologize for that. Oh, didn't deserve that. I was just being mean because you murked me in Jump Force. This nigga beat me with Yugi. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, yeah. No, it's weird that Yugi's so good in that. Uh, but getting to uh, what I uh, originally was going to start out on, so obviously mm-hmm. we work mostly on the Potterhood. Yeah. 
I thought it'd be fun to just steal something from there right quick. And Let's I was thinking if you, uh, I thought we'd like sort each other and okay. see like, where do you think I would go if you had to, I probably said where I am, but based on just what you know of me, where. Gotcha. From what I know of Max Marcus, I would put Max in Ravenclaw because you're one of the few people that I know that always seems to have something in the works somehow. You know what I mean? And like we were talking about Madam Hooch yesterday, like, yeah, sure. She worked at Hogwarts, but when, when everything went crazy, she could probably get like 12 other jobs. Seen Max get like 12 other jobs, 40 different apartments in like <laughs> the span of weeks, fam. Yeah. This kid is never not hustling. So I definitely go Ravenclaw 100%. Like you're brave, but it's not it's not a non-calculated chance. And if you do take a chance, it's going to be for whatever your thing is. Yeah. Yeah, for From sure. what I know of. And if you get Max to working on something, it's going to get done right. Mm-hmm. Promise you that. Kid cut up my album, he does a podcast, he does a couple of other podcasts. You need to hire somebody for anything, hire Max. Pay pay Max. Hashtag yeah. pay Max. Yeah, I I need to get paid. I um I know that uh I mean I know we've talked uh you uh I think you put yourself in Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Um I could also see putting you in Hufflepuff though. I think you're uh I think you're loyal. I think I mean the big thing for me is like you don't have to be doing my podcast right now. Yeah. Uh, like a Slytherin is doing like what can I get out of it? You're not going to get really anything out of this. This is just yeah. a, a nice thing. Nice you'd be you'd be you'd be shocked. It might we might mess around. This would be the thing that does it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do yeah. this so podcast. Maybe, maybe it's even more. Maybe it's, I'm not giving you credit. Maybe this is way more deep Slytherin thinking. Than, not, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never know. I I see the green in the background or the uh whatever that rug is you have on your wall. Yeah, some uh some uh green some green man shit. I gotta get in. I gotta get into that stuff. Get more like wall decoration. I never thought. I never thought about decoration before in my life. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I guess because I'm a man. That actually transitions pretty well into what I was gonna talk about. Also, is uh, shoot this this past weekend. I was up with my girlfriend. Uh, mm-hmm. We were hanging out with some people, and I ended up dropping acid for the first time in like four or five years, maybe. Uh, I leave that to you. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's, that's what I was gonna say. So you've not you've not messed with psychedelics ever? Nah, I don't mess with those. I leave all the psychedelics to the white folks, man. Yeah, it's a anything, white thing. <laughs> and anything that um alters the mind like that to where people there's stories of people not coming back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think I'm sufficiently crazy enough on my own. You know, I don't need nothing that might keep me there. Yeah, no, I, um... That's how you end up doing pull-ups on, um, 125th Street (laughs) on the scaffold. I'm good. Yeah, no, for sure. I knew someone in college who dropped 10 tabs, and then he, like, thought he was gay for, like, a week. And then he was like, no, I'm not gay. I think I was just the acid. And it's like, whoa, dude, that's, uh, (laughs) that's a lot of acid. First of all, tabs. What does that mean? Tabs, that's what you take acid in. It's, like, little, uh, just little square sheets of it. Oh no! Like Listerine pocket pack strips? They're smaller than that, but yeah, it could be. It could. That's kind of the idea that it melts on your tongue. So they're small that and gets people that crazy. It's like the tiniest amount of drug gets people so high. It's a crazy. It's a crazy drug. That's wild. Yeah, no, I stay far away from all that stuff. Okay. Far away. 
all that type of stuff scares me, man. Because yeah. I, you got to think about it. I grew up in a place where the only drugs that you would see were like crack. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is, but dust, uh, weed, and like pills. Right. So with that. Crack, of course, had its stigma that still is its stigma. Yeah. And Coke, Coke is even more frowned upon than crack because Coke has, like, you know, they're more silent about it and they seem to think that they're better than crackheads. And it's like their drug is only baking soda away from being crack. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So it made, no, it made no sense to me. Then weed for the longest time was vilified. You know what I'm saying? Up until recently to where it's like, okay, now it's okay because the government realized, oh, there's no side effects to it and it isn't killing people. Despite the, you know, couple million people they have locked up in prison for while they make it legal, but, you know. Yeah, weed's, I think, the only thing where you think about other stuff like civil rights and gay rights, it's people have had Mm -hmm. to, like, march in the street and really Mm -hmm. fight uh, and go up against, like, the harshest conditions to get it passed. Weed's the only thing where it was just like time passing people were like just kept being like, but we want it. And eventually the government was like, ah, fine. Yeah. It's just like we wore them down. It was basically, I think it also helps that basically everyone in power now was smoking weed in the 60s. And everyone's like, oh yeah, we, we, uh, we still like this. You know, you know what would really help it though? If everybody that worked in government was in there between their 20s and 40s, that would help it. We wouldn't have to worry about, there wouldn't be gridlock on a lot of this stuff, man. And that's the thing that's, like, really annoying. Yeah. And it's also, like, when you get, like, these 70 and 80-year-olds making decisions, that'll impact a world they'll never see. It's just, like... They'll never see. No, it's, If your um, grandkids had to show you how to use your iPhone, you're not equipped to lead this country. It's worse than just that. It's, like, the people who are in charge of, like, technology in congress are 80 year olds that get locked out of their iphones it's like dude you don't know right. anything about this shit you should not be in charge of cybersecurity. security you can't, n- like, n- bro. you can't don't even remember your passcodes like what are you doing they, they should be filtered out every four years like the president and there should be a cap on how old you can be to have that job not because you know not because you're old and you can't perform but because you're out of touch yeah. At a certain point. Just yeah. to keep it just to keep you abreast, you're out of touch at a certain point. Move them in the other positions. It yeah. should literally be like, you know, when you go to a um, laundromat and you have the washer, you have the thing that you put your clothes in when they're wet and take them over to the dryer. Mm-hmm. It should be like that. It should be that type of um chronological order for working in public office. You should be able, if you between your 20s, 30s, 40s, you can hold these certain offices. After, you, after you've passed that age, if you still want to work in um, government, you should move into other things like social security protection. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Learn to work. Go, go work for stuff like that. Go acquire money and talk to people and do fundraising. Go do that. Yeah, you- no, we have, to, we have to change a lot of stuff up. I mean, right now, it's just people sit there forever, make their connections to like, the people on that they're supposed to like regulate and mm-hmm. just take all their money and it's just like it and they never leave it's uh i mean that's why i like um i love all these uh 
like young people they happen to all be like young like black and latino politicians just outing like these like old white guys that have been there forever it's like aoc knocked out someone yeah been there for like 30 years um this guy up in uh yonkers jamal bowman just knocked out this was great because it was like hillary clinton endorsed like the incumbent Mm. and like chuck schumer and all these guys and this is after he was called on a mic on a hot mic saying yeah. that he only has to pretend to give a shit about Black Lives Matter because he's being primaried. And it's just like, dude, that's such a bad look. I don't get how that happens. It's like, dude, you're at CNN. There's a microphone on you. Even if you're not on the air, they're recording you. Here's how, here's how silly it is, fam. They know stuff like that, right? Or they think they know stuff like that. And there's those types of strategies that keep them in office. Well, they'll just straight up lie. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's plenty of Democrats that are trash. You know what I'm saying? I, and I'm, I, I vote Democrat, but yeah. there's plenty of them that are trash. And as far as the black community, when you, when you hear what some Republicans say about Democrats, as far as we're concerned, they're not wrong. Yeah. They're not wrong. There's a lot of trash Democrats, who, you know, Done for done to us, and a lot that they haven't done in particular for us. It's kind of like, oh, just get us in office, and then we forget about you. No, you for know, sure. that's why I don't really like the the worst part about this election we have coming up. In my opinion, is that I feel forced to vote yeah. for who I'm voting for. You know what I mean? And it was like that in 2016, and I get it, but this time it's worse because yeah, I really feel like we're walking. We're watching elderly abuse. Yeah, I mean, because of that, for sure. I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't really, I don't like Joe Biden at all. I don't really like Kamala Harris either. I don't like either of them. I don't but like either of them. I do think, as a pair, I, I, it's, it's still trash. It's still better than Hillary Tim Kaine was. That was. Who was Hillary's um, other person? This guy, Tim Kaine from Virginia, and one of his Ooh. big things, yeah, he's just some old white guy. Uh. He, um, it was because Hillary wanted someone more boring than her on the ticket. She didn't want to be outside, <laughs> and it really only left Tim Kaine as the only option. <sighs> um, but he's all about banks' rights, and he's just like, don't, don't, shouldn't we be like easier on banks? And it's just like, no. <laughs> no. No, we shouldn't be easier on banks. And I just had this idea last night. And it's probably a little anti-capitalist, but whatever. Yeah. Fam, there should be a, like, after you make a certain amount of money, you should just be stopped from making money. Yeah. Jeff Bezos has how many billions? It's like, okay, you're done. You know how when you get into a video game and after you get a certain amount of money, you get the infinity sign? That's what we should give certain people like Jeff Bezos. Then take whatever they earn and just filter it back into everything else. Yeah. Because when you realize... It takes forty billion, like you told me yesterday. It takes forty billion for them to fix the homeless problem in the country. Yeah, I think Will said that, but yeah, I think that's probably true. If it takes forty billion and Jeff Bezos makes like a hundred and fifty billion, yeah, uh, he doesn't no, pay taxes. Though you definitely could be like, uh, like I know in the seventies, Bernie Sanders talked about that there should not be millionaires, and I won't mm-hmm. go that far. I think it's fine to be a millionaire. Yeah, I won't go that far either. I think I agree because that's what I want to be. Yeah, no, for sure. But I do think 
when I think the cap, I mean, once you get to like 900 million, 999,000, when you're nine across, when you have like nine nines across yeah. the fucking board, you're like, that's enough money. It's like, that's enough money. What are you going to do with a million dollars? And it's just like, people are like, it's like, it's like, well, they can, it's like the whole argument is that they'll use their money better than the government can. And it's just like, dude, they're just trying to go to space. Something we've like already done. It's like, it's like, I'm uh, it's like you have too much money that you're not, you're using your imagination to want to leave the planet. And we still haven't figured out what to do here. You can't, you can't get the space if we all kill each other. Yeah, and it's like what they're gonna do. They're gonna take all their money and like move to Mars, and then like Mars sucks. Right? Where you gonna spend it? But where you gonna spend it in Mars? Mars don't respect our money. Yeah, no, no. Um, And at some point, when you get to Mars, you don't even got you don't got food on Mars, as far as I know. I like um, because everyone talks about like the planet dying. Like maybe we should terraform Mars. And Neil deGrasse Tyson's whole thing is like, if we have the technology to make mars inhabitable then we have the technology to just fix earth at that point this is and, that, and this is what i'm saying these are the people that we're dealing with bro yeah these are people that we're de- hey you know this planet that has everything that we ever needed to survive everything everything we ever needed um we're killing it yeah so let's leave here and go to another planet and let's make it livable and then kill that too. Yeah, you're just gonna destroy it. It's gonna be like it's gonna be so weird. I mean, what is you you ever, you ever think window. about that 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 mechanism that we have? Why why is that the mechanism? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's really fucking weird. And it's just like, what's the what's what's our plan that we're gonna we're gonna destroy this planet, fix Mars, and then destroy Mars and be like, well, we already fixed this planet. We can now go fix Earth again. It's just like, yeah. Which one you going? What you gonna go back to? Or all we all going to Pluto after Mars? Yeah, we just keep bouncing from planet to destroying planet after planet. It's like dude, we don't need to do that. <laughs> I, uh, boy, see now we're gonna get into my deep conspiracies, Max. I wasn't trying to do this today. You know oh, what I'm saying? I'm um, I I had a whole conversation with my dad last night about how uh. George H.W. Bush shot Kennedy. So that's like where my mind's at with conspiracies. Oh, dog. See, George, you said George H.W. Bush shot Kennedy. Uh, yeah, you, you wild. You wild. Yeah. What, led, <laughs> I, what led you to that? I've just heard, I've just heard it. People say it and it makes sense. And then he became head of the CIA. And I just like it. I like the idea that I don't believe it. I think I just like the idea. He is the head of the CIA. You want to know what's funny? They made George W. Bush into a hero. Mm. You remember when he was public enemy number one? Yeah. And rightfully so. I'm convinced, especially with these Democrats. Do you know, many of the people who were just speaking at the Democratic National Convention spoke at the Republican National Convention in 96. So, dude, just the way this country is going, give it. Give it 15 years, we're going to have a Republican in office that makes all these, like, dipshit Democrats being like, we miss Trump. At least he wasn't as bad as Trump. And, or, like, at least yeah. Trump wasn't this bad. Trump, like, we didn't like Trump at the time. And it's going to be like, you're going to have photos of, like, I don't know, Pete Buttigieg's husband hugging Trump at, like, a baseball game. And it's just going to be, it's going to be weird. It, it's so backwards because it's like, Again, we need to, we, I think we need a full clean sweep. Yeah. We need a full clean sweep. They all suck. 
they all suck and it's like you were you know that the constitution was written by like 30 year olds right yeah they are all they're all in their 30s and now it's being held up by a bunch of people that are close to 90 yeah well i mean i think i think back then 30 was 90 it's like it was he's so it was 30 he's like it was like 15 year olds were having midlife crisis back then but look but look at the logic they'll not change that right because they'll say oh well it, it still applies meanwhile they'll change everything else you know what i'm saying airport security laws changed like crazy back when 9 11 and all that happened it's not like they rolled that stuff back after we got safety measures under control mm-hmm. nobody ever talks about that like hey can we do something about unpassing certain um security laws after we're through a crisis yeah and I mean, you talk about all like their surveillance and like all that shit. It's like I want Joe. I want. I hate Joe Biden. I want him to beat Trump. But it's like he was a big champion of the Patriot Act, which like mm-hmm. just lets the country spy on us. Like, oh no. no! I mean, let's not stop at the Patriot Patriot Act. Uh, the crime bill. Yeah, the crime bill. He did. Yeah, he did. He's been on the wrong. It's so bad. It's so bad. He's been on the wrong side of history for like. Everything. St- Look, bro, he's still on the wrong side of history. The problem is now what we have in there is it's not about the right and wrong side of history. It's about the right and wrong side of the present right now. Yeah. Because who's going to lead the country where? And the sad part is neither of them are leading. No. Neither of them are leading. First of all, if you watch Donald Trump, I, have you listened to him give a speech or address the country at all in the last little while? He's reading a script. Bro, it's, yeah. literally, it's literally somebody putting their finger on the page and going, we did something great, better than so on and so forth. And then he'll add an ad lib, unlike the Obama administration who did yeah. something terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, bah, 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 bah. You see him turn the pages now. I've never seen that before. No, there's no one you can tell more easily when they're on and off script than yeah. Trump. Did you? Well, watch he's Trump? not looking up. He's not looking up. Did you watch? Um, Obama just gave like a 19 minute speech at the convention. Like, I didn't watch that shit. And the only reason I didn't watch it is because I don't want to hear from Obama right now. Yeah. I don't want to hear from Michelle Obama right now. I don't want to hear from any of these people. And again, I'm only talking about me personally. For me, I already know who I'm going to vote for. I know I'm going in to vote against uh, Donald Trump only because I think he's dangerous. I think he's made this whole thing last a lot longer than it needed to. Because all I want to do is get, be able to get back to work and for people to be able to get out safely, right? Yeah. And I feel like the division right now is coming from people placing their trust in certain places, right? So as Americans, what's the one thing we don't like? We don't like you telling us what to do per our, you know, per the rights we get under our flag, land free, home. What do you mean I can't do? What do you mean I can't be? What do you mean I can't work? So it's all those, you know, that kind of entitled feeling. And then you add that with youth. In some cases, you add that with extreme age in some cases where it's like, I've lived my whole life. I've been through this, that, and the third. I ain't ain't been killed yet, and I'm just supposed to believe what you tell me. Dr. Fauci came out and said a lot of stuff that wasn't true at the outset of this. 
Oh, you guys don't need masks. Now they're telling us to get goggles. Oh, the heat kills it. It's it's been summer like crazy. Dude, every step of the way, I like was so wrong. I guess everyone was, but mm-hmm. I just remember the weirdest time I think was definitely like February when like mm-hmm. you heard that like this thing was out there and everyone was like, well, I don't know what to do. I guess we have to keep going about our lives. I was going to no. open mics every single day of the week, multiple mm-hmm. times a day. Um, I was just doing everything. And then uh, things just started creeping down slowly. And then I was actually, I think you knew this. I was supposed to work uh, at the Mets stadium mm-hmm. this summer. Yeah. And on my final day of training, the mm-hmm. NBA shut down their season. Yeah. And even at that point, I was like, well, this probably won't affect us because basketball's played inside. Baseball's outside. So mm-hmm. we're fine. And then yeah. we get a call like a couple days later, like, no, we're done. Dog, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't allow myself to believe it just for my sanity. You know what I mean? Because with, with the things I was looking forward to, I was really looking forward to. So when I started hearing the chirpings of things starting to cancel, I was like, nope, nope, nope. Can't worry about it. Can't think about it. Just got to keep going. Just got to keep going. Because you, you, you hope that your thing is so far left that they don't creep that way. But the whole time I was screaming, like, why are we still allowing plane travel from other places? Yeah, that's that's the that's actually the one thing where Trump's like, well, I did this and his supporters will be like, he did that. And it's like, yeah, I guess. But he was just like, let's not let anyone come from China. It's like, dude, we should probably have not let anyone come from anywhere. Come in, period. You bizarre yeah. moron. <laughs> it's people. It was people coming back from Europe is what brought it to New York. What brought it to New York. And we like. And that's the thing. People are also, I think the other thing is that for every other country, they're just the country and they think of themselves as a country. America's so weird because we're just like 50 different states and everyone thinks of themselves as their own thing. That oh. even though we're one country, people in Florida and Texas were just like, well, that's a New York problem. That's not good. We're the states up. of America. The, one of the biggest lies that they said we are united. It's one of the biggest lies. Yeah, that's a big lie. Um, We're all a bunch of neighboring countries living in one piece of land. Dude, but we can't, we can't, I mean, we can't cut it off because it'll just be fucking mayhem. But this this is what I'm saying, though. It would, if the president would have just said, hey, everybody, look, four months. Yeah. Four months. We're off. We've been done. Yeah, we'd be done by now. We'd be done. Well, also, they were saying, which this might have just been optimistic. People may not actually know. But there was a point where they were like, if we do everything right, there will only be like 60,000 people to die from this. If we fuck up, it's going to be 100 to 200,000. And it's just like, there was, a, there was a point where they were like, we're doing it. We're doing it. And then this, uh, so many states were just like, yeah, we've been closed for like two weeks. We feel like that's enough. So uh, fuck it. Then it started to sound like that song, Them Changes. Nobody move, there's blood on the floor. <laughs> you walk around, it's like nursing homes are being destroyed by this virus. You know what I'm saying? You see um, what happened in Florida, and that, and, that, and that was just like, y'all a city like New York. Yeah. Y'all a city like New York. You're dense. You should under, and you're live. Miami's a live place to go. You yeah. didn't think you would go wild with the virus if you got it? And also, 
How many fucking people, how many rich New Yorkers have places in Florida? They knew that exactly. it was going to come down there. It's like people exactly. left to go there. There's such a connection between New York and Florida that they just don't want to admit. The travel bans made, again, I'm no politician, y'all. Anybody listening to the Matt's cast, I'm no politician. I don't claim no anything about politics, but I am American, so that gives me rights to have these types of opinions. Fam. The first thing I would have done now, of course, it's easy to say that because, you know, hindsight is um, 2019. But if you go and you looked at what was happening, OK, people in other countries have this. It's in all these other countries. I'm sorry. Plane travel done for done well, for. I think, I think what also hurt it is if it was any other president and they started saying don't come in, it would have been one thing. But it's because the very first thing Trump did in office was like, no more people from this country, yes. no more people yes. from this country. Fuck Muslims, fuck Africa. Yep. And it's just like, fuck all these shithole places, as he says. And it's just Bro. like, so it's like, as even, so once it's time, once it's actually, that's like the issue is like, once you have a legitimate reason to yeah. stop travel, it's just canceled out because- And once like, he would have said it, you hit me around the head. Once he would have said it, it would have been, what? Look at him doing- but that's what he created. And look at how, look at how what you just said, how we went from one to 100, right? We came full circle. He started out with the Muslim man and all that nonsense. Now, when you get to the point where you need a ban, you probably can't go out. You probably, he might have even wanted to go out and ban everything. Let's say he did, right? Yeah. Even if he did, his advisors would be like, no, you shouldn't because of what you did earlier. If you do that, you're going to lose all favor with the public. Yeah. And something Australia did was, because we brought people back, but once they were back, they were just back. Australia would bring people back, and then the government put people up in hotels. Designated hotels, right? To New York actually does that. I learned that because my roommate went to um, Chicago with his girlfriend and mm -hmm. Chicago and I guess Illinois has now been added to the list of hotspots, mm -hmm. which I thought Illinois was doing great. So I don't really get that shit, but yeah, I don't get it either. But um, if you left and the city of New York was willing to like put my roommate up for two weeks in a hotel and part of me was like, dude, I just want to get the cheapest ticket to Chicago, go there, and go back, come, come back, back and stay at a Hyatt for two yeah, weeks. Right. Get, like a nice hotel. <laughs> but then I thought about it and I was like, they're definitely putting people up in the shittiest hotels. Definitely. And you know what? With all this nonsense about New York being dead and all this here, I want to. There's a part of my hand that starts itching, like right the back of the hand, yeah. right? Where you just want to go upside <laughs> somebody's face. Because, first of all, our city's far from dead. First of all. Yeah. Second of all, the amount of people who aren't from here that are claiming the death of our city, the amount of people, you remember how many of them were like, oh, old New York. That's all they would talk about is this old, this fantasy old New York. Yeah. And now everybody's like, oh, the, the homeless, there's so many homeless. No, it's not so many homeless. It's just less non-homeless people on the streets that you now get to see what the homeless problem really looks like. That yeah. homeless person was going to be on that block regardless. That homeless person was going to be in Penn Station regardless. They just weren't going to be there at five in the afternoon because it would have been foot traffic. Now, no foot traffic. Well, they there all day. 
Yeah. And they're like, and I love the idea that like, because Wall Street bankers are fleeing to the suburbs, that it's going to yeah. be worse for artists. It's like, dude, they don't help artists. Yeah, bye. Yeah, see ya. Get out. Get out like, and then lower the like, They're leaving to like, I mean, Austin's cool. Um, mm-hmm. Austin's a cool city. But then it's like people are going from New York to Salt Lake City. And it's like, bro, as soon as things are back to normal, those what millionaire actually wants to be in Cleveland for a long term time? They're going to want nice Chinese food. They're going to want great food. And people are like, culture will spring up in other places. It's like, it won't because the 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 rich people leaving to these other places aren't bringing culture with them they're just leaving the culture in new york the culture yeah. is not leaving new york the culture never leave new york and the culture culture thrives in times like this and the people that make new york cool and great they can't afford to just move across the country exactly and <laughs> so you know what if if it takes this if this is what it takes to get every single rich higher up whatever out of here bon voyage yeah and they'll be back i mean they'll be back yeah they'll be back they'll be running back i'm just hoping that uh prices go down prices are going down i got i i mean i moved in the middle of this and we got they were so upset the (laughs) the company we like rented from we got Mm -hmm. so much less than they wanted they wanted to do like um do you know the bullshit where they talk about like flat first gross rent Mm -hmm where it's like they tell you like it's this much per month and then when you like are signing it they're like well actually we give you the first month free the second month has off and then it's way more expensive after that and it's like i don't want that's not a good deal that's an awful crazy. deal it's like awful. I, it's like oh but at the end of the year it evens out it's like yeah but i'm like month to month i'm not gonna have yeah that money. yeah insanity such trash, such trash. um but th- that's the biggest problem in this city in the first place and again we don't vote for the right thing rent is too high yeah well, rent is was, too high like i say with uh with i'm sorry to cut you off what were you going about to say bro what was the guy's name the the guy who just that was his whole platform he ran on oh yeah 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 the, but he just looked crazy the looked rent crazy. is too damn high guy yeah let me look him up it also came out later that he like blamed jews for most of it <laughs> well that's bad. Yeah. Jimmy Mc, McMillan. Jimmy McMillan. Yeah. Dude, he, is he alive still? Well, he, well, hopefully he more alive than Herman Cain. Yeah. Yeah, he's still alive. All right, that's good at least. Um, yeah. Uh, have you seen that? There's his family still tweeting crazy shit for him on his behalf. It was It was so disgusting to me. Because I didn't know, you know, I didn't know Herman Cain had a Twitter for real. Then when yeah. I saw the Cain gang tweeting, I'm like, yo, this man is dead. And it it really made me upset because it's like, yo, that means he wasn't running his Twitter account. Yeah, like- so that means when they called him out to go to that rally that killed him, that when they posted that picture, he didn't really post that picture. Yeah. So when he dies... And you see that they're still using them. It's like, that's cold, man. But they were like, well, first off, it's so funny because every time they tweet, it's just bombarded with people being like, dude, aren't you dead? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I'm, one of, I'm one of those people. I know. I'm one of those his people. Daughter, his daughter's like, this is how we're like, 
this is like his his final wish is like was like to keep his message going. It's like, dude, your father's dying wish was to keep for you to keep tweeting crazy shit on behalf of a man who's the reason he's dead. On the, on behalf of the guy that killed him. And in and in my opinion, that should have been a bigger deal than what it is. Well, I something no one talked about is with the death of Herman Cain, um uh Trump's support among Trump's like uh black support took a huge hit. <laughs> it's like a sizable percent just with him dying. Yeah. Cause you killed him. Yeah. He killed him, man. If you really want to honor Herman Cain's legacy, like make pizza and grab a woman's ass. That's like really what he did. <laughs> You stupid cuz. That's what he, do you remember that? He got in trouble for that. Did he really? Yeah, in 2012, he, um, his campaign ended because they were just like, yeah, he just like has a habit of grabbing loose women's asses when they don't want him to. And then, ah. and then he also was like, it was like Godfather's Pizza was his chain, which I think like, was like, uh, whatever, like a Papa John's quality of pizza. As Cat Williams once said, we ain't never even heard of Godfather's Pizza, let alone have a slice. No, I don't know where it was even. Probably in the Carolina somewhere, because I know when I heard that he made pizza, I, I was incensed. Dog. I, I was so angry. Because I'm like, there's no way we're going to be taken seriously after Barack Obama. Now here you come making pizza. Yeah. And no disrespect that, to the dead, though. God bless. No disrespect to the dead, of course. Um, yeah. But then also, I don't know. There was that weird. He had his moments, though, in 2012. He was a really interesting guy. He said mm-hmm. um, he got a lot of attention for saying, oh, shucky ducky, which was. Um, like the weird. comedian? Huh? Like the comedian shucky ducky? Is that a comedian? You didn't know there was a comedian by the name of shucky ducky quack quack. No, I just thought that's something that Herman Cain screamed once. Shucky, ducky, quack, quack. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, now I need to look into that. Hold on. No, that's even better. He also quoted the Pokemon movie. Um, How does he know the Pokemon? Maybe his grandkids. Probably grandkids, yeah. And it wasn't even, the, it was like the song at the end of the Pokemon movie. Um Dude, I just like watching a lot of what I've done in like the Trump years is I just watch old Daily Show episodes with Jon Stewart just mm-hmm. and like pretend it's a different time. I'm just like, I'm going to just be in complete denial and be like, what's John talking about in 2009? Dog, that's how I do with, uh, but I do it with anime. I go and watch one, I go watch One Piece and that like it's 2000 and uh, anything, just yeah. not whatever this is. Last night. Last night I was like, should I watch Kamala Harris um, accept the vice presidency or should I continue rewatching Naruto Shippuden? And I went with Naruto. <laughs> yeah, because what, 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 what else are you going to do? Watch somebody that you probably don't care for make you further not care for him? Yeah. I don't um, want to listen to her be fake. It's like, yo, you a cop in my eyes. Basically. She is a cop. She, um, I don't know. I mean, I want them to. I don't like them, but I want them to win. So I also don't. I want them to win too. I know it's so hard not to shit on them because it's so. But what we gonna do for that four years? Because it's like what 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 Biden said to me, in my personal opinion, and I get it. I know we gonna vote for him. I get it. But if you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. Nah, dog. 
there's a cartoon there's like a meme there's like a little comic panel someone made and it's just like joe biden looking like emperor palpatine from star mm -hmm. wars and it's just like a young black woman refusing to vote for him and she then it's just in the most ominous way he's like oh, i guess you're not black and he just puts a hand on her she's crying and screaming and then the final panel she's now just white and like crying on the ground you want to know why i hate that panel what? because <laughs> i wrote something similar like, like that where it was um him asking Kamala Harris to be his vice president. He's like, you know what happens if you say no? You know what happens? I'm abracadabra. You're going to look like Voldemort out here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really didn't like that, man. Because it's that type of entitlement to our vote that they just think they should have. Yeah, and I, I think that that's dangerous. I think what's it's like, it's so weird. And so many, I think specifically like white moderate liberals don't get mm -hmm. this they're like this is so historic this is amazing she's a black woman but it's like it's so crazy that the democrats were able to find like the only black woman who would be like a slap in the face to the black lives matter movement it's just like how do you do that how, how, how do they do a lot of things fam because it's like all right then you know, I don't like, I, I, we all have our contradictions, but I don't like steep contradictions. And Kamala Harris and Joe Biden at the debates were tense. Yeah. Tense. The things that she was saying to him, and it's like, I don't want to see you work for him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, feel like I feel like you're picking her to use her. Even, yeah. um, what's the one that dresses like um, Dumbledore? What's her name? What's her name? The old lady. Um, just like Dumbledore. Yeah, she was popular too. Not Wears a, glasses. Elizabeth Warren. You think she dressed like Dumb? She like wears. She doesn't. She she doesn't wear gowns. She's wearing like uh pantsuits. Oh, they all the same to me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> just they they look el they look elderly and like they can do magic to me. Yeah. But she had yesterday, I don't know why I keep wanting to say Jill Stein, though. She was sitting down in like a library or classroom and had black light, BLM mm -hmm. in um, like the little letters yeah. that you put on, um, like little letter blocks. And I'm like, quit, quit pandering. Quit pandering. I'm tired of the pandering. Quit pandering. Because it's like when Nancy Pelosi and all them came in and they took knees for eight minutes before he said, Six seconds wearing Kenty clubs. Like, hey, we ain't asked for this. We want to see action. I we I'm done. We don't need all the theater. No, it's all theater. And it's like it's even like um a lot of these TV shows, like I don't know, do you watch Always Sunny? Um, well, Always Sunny in Philadelphia is a really funny show. And they've taken down like five episodes off of all streaming because of like blackface and like being playing like Latino characters. But it's always like, I guess it's not different, but they're in the show. The characters are always like, you can't do that. That's fucked up. That's like really racist. And they're like, oh, it's just like, they're purposely trying to be as fucked up as possible. Yeah. But it's like, it's such fake change just to take down those episodes. Because it's just like, it's really just corporations saving their own ass. Being like, we never you're, that. You're saving. About. They're saving themselves. And the thing about it is, we don't care we understand we appreciate good art if it's good art but it's like it's not good art and it's offensive yeah there's a way to do everything 
You know what I'm saying? And they make it seem like, oh, well, black people are so offended by these things. Look, we really don't care. Yeah. When when you when when we see something like a white star did blackface, of course we want them something to be done with them. But in the big scheme of things, it's not really that important to us. Our day gonna go on regardless. We might shit on this person for some fun. They might trend for a little while. But yeah. when they go, oh, the black community is outraged. No, no, we're not. Especially like you then see it where it's like we can talk about this a little bit. The uh, this is like this is. I think way past being relevant now and no one's going to know really that's not in comedy. Mm-hmm. But when we were dealing, when there was all of like the, the racist lists and like all mm-hmm. of that in comedy and then that there was the list itself, but then it, that had like ripple effects where so many people were trying to distance themselves from mm-hmm. people just because they were like, oh, I don't want to be associated with da, 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 da. And it just became this weird thing where it felt like white women started becoming the arbitrators of like what is and isn't racist. <laughs> Oh, man, don't even get me started on that. If we're talking about what happens in comedy, if you remember, there was a time when the the meaning was people were trying to get more black women on shows, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that was completely snatched from black women, and it became just get, get more women on shows, right? And sometimes what happens is when you come out and you make a stand for a particular thing, people make it broad and in that making it broad they um what's the word i'm looking for they take some of the significance out of the movement because they diluted the message right so this is what i mean if the goal was to get more black women booked right and then it becomes not black women particular women of color now instead of it being a black woman it could be any other woman as long as they're quote unquote of color right which is fine but it directly what's the word i'm looking for shit discredits what the original goal is for sure and it's an easy way to do it because you make other people feel empowered so that the group that was looking for the benefit in the first place they feel a certain way if they speak out against that you know what I mean? Because the people that are benefiting alongside them are going to go, hey, well, wait, how is, it, how is this a problem? Example. So let's say the, let's keep it the common. Let's say the goal is to get more, I don't know, get more black people booked. And now a show that had five spots and let's say we wanted to get two spots for black comics, right? And now they go, okay, well, I'll book a Hispanic guy and I'll book a Indian guy, right? I still have two comics of color. And the black comics is going, yo, wait, what's happening? Immediately, the two people that get booked and rightfully so go, yo, what's, so what you saying? You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a problem that I'm here and it's like, look, well, we got a person of color that's still, still diverse. What are you talking about? Meanwhile, it doesn't really solve the original problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. It's the difference between Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter. As soon as they tell you All Lives Matter, somehow that completely undermines Black Lives Matter. Completely. Yeah. I'm for sure not the person to be able to say this, but it's I've heard other people say it, so I'm going to kind of just go for it. It's like True. I've heard someone said that's like, because obviously it's like it's Black Lives Matter and like but All Lives Matter is like racist bullshit. And then you get to the point where it's just like people start saying like, 
black trans lives matter or black disabled lives matter and all these mm-hmm. other like tag on to black it's like shouldn't that all be incorporated in black lives Matter? you know you you know what's funny about that that's what i thought that's what i thought like when when i say black lives matter i mean everything under umbrella under the umbrella if it live if it lives and breathes it matters yeah you know what i'm saying that's it all the filtering after that because i i thought that it's complicated, right? Because it depends on where it's coming from. Okay? So if you have a black trans person who might feel like they're not being represented or they're not particularly being seen in the movement and they type out black trans lives matter, I get that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. That makes perfect sense. But if it's someone that's trying to create division as far as, oh, well, these things are different. No, we're all black. It all matters. Yeah. You understand? I don't care what the weird is. You don't got to filter it from me. When it's like, especially when it's like white people who think of themselves as being like very white or (laughs) they are white as being very uh, woke woke and liberal. Mm-hmm. And that they're just kind of like, I'm going to do like, da, 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 da. I'm going to say all these things. And it's just kind of like, I don't know. I mean, I get I'm also white, but it's just like, dude, white people just always like ruin that shit. <laughs> it, 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 it's, um, it's a funny feeling to have to watch it, fam. I know yeah. for me, when, when friends started reaching out going like, when they started getting activated by all this and they started asking me like, you know, what can I do? Blah, blah, blah. I, I, I ain't really like all that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was like, First of all, fam, I'm glad, I'm, and I'm, uh, it's complicated, bro, because, like, I'm glad you feel that way. I'm glad that you want to act on something. I appreciate that. But there's also that part of me that's like, we've been saying the same thing for years, and it's 2020, yeah. and now all of a sudden you're just noticing it because your favorite shows were canceled and sports weren't, weren't on. <laughs> and I know that's not the intention that a lot of people came into it with. I'm just saying that, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, cases like those two in particular happen so often and they happened before and those cases went public and so many of the same people that got activated this time, either it didn't go, it didn't pass their line. You know what I mean? They didn't have to notice. So yeah. to see it now, there's part of me that's kind of like, hey, don't ask me. Yeah. Don't ask me, go figure it out. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I know for me personally, it it wasn't like, I mean, obviously I was outraged by George Floyd, but that's not like what like turned me on to like all of this. For me, what really hit first was probably like Trayvon Martin. Cause yeah, like, yeah, I that was, was like, cause I was the same. I'm the, I'm the same. I'm the age that he should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so to be in like, uh, whatever, ninth or 10th grade. And have this happened and dude i had like a fucking physics teacher who was just trying to be like oh well you don't know all the issues and i was like dude i know enough it's like dude you're like twice my age why do you not get this it's just like it's it's like and again going back to that right because i've i've been aware of this this type of stuff since sean bell back in jesus i forget, I forget what year that was but he they had shot at him like 50 times here in new york right yeah. and when trayvon martin happened i was on stage when they 
uh, acquitted George Zimmerman. Wow. And it felt like you ever hear people get their like hearts ripped out or hear people get bad news. Yeah. It was like everybody read their brother just died or something like that. The way people reacted when they got that news. Now imagine that every other day or every other couple of days, fam, because yeah. it seemed like it was popping off left and right after that, because you had, Trayvon Martin, then you had um, Alton Sterling not so long after that, but even before that, Eric Gardner, uh, Michael right. Brown, Freddie Gray. Yeah. And it just seemed like it was back to back to back to back to back to back all the way up until um, to where we are now. So imagine being in your adolescence, right? You said you were in ninth or 10th grade, and I think I Because I'm 27. I'm older than you. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm almost 26. Almost 26. Okay, so I was 18 when that um happened. Tamir Rice was the one where I was like, "There's no hope for this country," because Tamir Rice is what well, was a 12 year old boy. Yeah. The cops rolled up. He had a toy. Yeah. Bro, they shot him within two seconds. Yeah. That's a drive by. When people didn't go ape over that i was like there's no hope we ain't ever gonna get no justice for this type of stuff and now with this story you look at what they did to brianna taylor and you think that would be open and shut then people still ain't been arrested and it gets even sicker than that there's another case from maybe a year ago um white lady walked into a man's house his house killed him her rationale was, I thought it was my house. Yeah. Bro, she's not in jail. No. Well, then I think it's even worse, because I think that, like, the ki- the cop who killed uh, Tamir was, like, I think he was, he wasn't arrested, but he was fired, and then I think he was, like, rehired by another police precinct mm-hmm. just, like, within the last year or two. And, and this is why I don't like how, like, fam, when I, when I get to talk about this stuff, I gotta be careful, but I don't like the fact that the cops always get to be anonymous. Yeah. They get to be anonymous. I know George Floyd's brother's name. I know all his relatives' names. I only know the name of one cop that uh, was involved in the killing. Mm -hmm. And that's Derek Chauvin with his less than human ass. Yeah. Meanwhile, the other cops, they can just go and live their lives. If those people don't know, they... People don't get to know their faces. They're not circulating their face and names around. And I, if you do something like that, you know, because I want to have kids and all that. If I had a kid and you did that to my kid, I don't want you to ever be able to walk around comfortable. I want everybody to know that you're that murderer who did this to my kid, to my brother, to my, you know. These people just get to do this shit and then go to Costco the next week and it's just okay. Yeah. That's the problem. They yeah, do they, more yeah. to protect. Be known. They do more to protect people that are in the wrong. And it's like, you don't think that puts other actual police officers in danger? Yeah. Well, that, um, that's, it's the shit like that that actually completely tanked um, uh, Amy Klobuchar. 
because mm-hmm. it got it was found out like when she was still in the running to be the VP. Who and mm-hmm. I think that's who Joe really wanted. That's right? who he really wanted. Yeah. And then it came out that she like she botched like some uh like cop that had a complaint against him. And I think it was uh what's his the guy from was it Derek? Uh, I think. Yeah, I think it was, I think she was like, she could have like put him behind bars at one point. It was just like, whatever. This this is why that stuff, this is why that stuff doesn't surprise me is that they're all in the same types of boats, fam. Yeah, I mean, prosecutors are, there's only, do you know, there's honestly only one prosecutor in the country I can think of who like I respect and he's Philly's Mm -hmm. prosecutor. It's uh, Larry, like, uh, Angel? Larry something Krasner or something like that. Um, and mm-hmm. he's, uh, he was all about like, he, he, he has a lot of hate coming at him from the police because mm-hmm. one of the things he did as a Philly prosecutor, as like the Philly DA, was mm-hmm. he released the names of every cop that has had like those kinds of complaints against them. As you should. Yeah, you should. As you should. <laughs> oh, dog. It, pe- um, people, people act like because you put on a uniform that that absolves you to humanity. You know what I mean? And I, I just think it's wild that you have so many police officers that are just there to do their job and they're doing their job and they refuse, not the cops, but the system refuses to prosecute arrest in bulk. The police that are definitely wrong. Yeah. And you make it so dangerous for the regular officer that way. And then to where a good cop can't even tell on a bad cop because they'll be they'll be um you know they'll be scared for their lives. Yeah, when that's the thing, people are like, "Well, what about the like when you said like fuck the police?" People are always like, "Oh, what? Just the bad cops or the good cops?" Like, dude, the good cops try to like rat on the bad cops and get fucking hazed out of the system. Yeah, and every good cop knows a bad cop. Yeah, and our friends. Um, yeah. It's 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 a, it's probably a crazy thing to have to be in on their side too. You yeah. know what I mean? Because imagine you're a proud cop, right? You're proud of being an officer, and then you got to know that you work with people that are like, you know, that are like that, and then have the public have this view of you while you also have to go outside. And because they won't make it individual, and because they don't like release those names of those people. We just associate the uniform with those yeah. uh, things. And now all you have to do is be out here with the uniform and you're a part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. It will cause I mean, a lot less confusion if they just get rid of the bad cops. No, but, it would only be good yeah. for everyone. It would also be like so good for the cops that just want to help if like the bad cops. Yeah. It's like so weird. It seems like, and then we could just keep going down this road forever. I mean, that's like the whole thing with like, defunding the police is like mm-hmm. it's just about getting rid of like the tanks and like the pepper spray the rubber bullets yeah. all the stuff that they don't need it's like you could actually defund the police while giving cops raises and yeah. just like then you just also because they get paid get paid more you just raise the bar of what raise it the bar to cop, and it's and like everyone's happy there's no more like like the amount of issue. fat cops is ridiculous yeah. Okay. You want to know what I think contributes to them being over excessive? Um, 
lack of fitness in some cases. You know what I mean? The lack of training as far as like, I think they should all take a class in heckling. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think every, I, I legit think every officer should have to show up to an open mic and just get heckled by yeah. comedians so they can understand like, no, you don't answer being yelled at with force. Yeah. Or when they shouldn't yell at you, they're going to yell at you. Yeah. I think it's also, obviously not all of them, but I think there's a lot of cops out there who the the whole thing is it's like they were like on their like high school football team they were the bench warmer mm-hmm. no one respected them they wanted to fuck the cheerleader and they just like and they just um had to like watch the cheerleader go off and date and fuck like the black star and then yeah. they're just like they have that weird resentment forever some of some of them are like that and then is there some of them that are um Look, man, some people are evil. Yeah, there's probably yeah, for sure. Some people are evil and some institutions are not um some institutions don't come from a good birth, right? The police system wasn't the whole thing wasn't born out of anything good. Yeah. And the fact that people act like it's such a bad thing to say that, it's not a bad thing to say that it is what it is. No, you need to acknowledge like the dark underbelly of shit to have any progress it's like it doesn't serve anyone to just ignore shit well we you this is america we love lying yeah we're the great we're the greatest country in the world at what again yeah coming from somebody and again this is where my own um you know hypocrisy comes up come from somebody that'll look you in your face and tell you without a shadow of a doubt this is the greatest country in the world yeah that's how ridiculous it is that's how sick it is Cause they got yeah. me too. I be- I believe it. Yeah, might be a low bar. <laughs> yeah, wait, right, right. But it's like I I think the people that are fighting for whatever to be better, I think the intention that they have is to make this the best place in the world. Yeah, it's more patriotic to be like point out the issues and try to fix yeah. it and try what? to make the place better. It's like what do we? Dog. Okay. It's it's so simple, yet it's complicated. Yeah. Because think about it. The fact that black people have to tell you that black lives matter, right? Yeah. And then what's the, what does the president say? Well, they kill white people too. Yeah. And then he says, more than black. So you don't see a problem here? Yeah. Also, the authority is killing your civilians, fam. Also, what they don't say with that, with like that shit, is it's like, well, first off, it's like there's just more white people. There's more white people, so and more white people. What they had to do to get killed versus what they what had we- to do to get killed. It's not about who who gets killed by the police more. It's who gets killed unarmed by the unarmed police. by police more. Who gets killed for just who gets killed for running away more. Yeah, no, a black person's more likely to get shot running away from a cop than a white person is for firing. Firing shots at a cop. For That's that, the crazy like, hey, part. Hey, buddy, hey, buddy, what's wrong? <laughs> yep. Meanwhile, you'll take a kid who is, only, who is outside doing something good and you'll sedate him. Bro, yeah. I didn't even know they could do that. Yeah. I didn't even know they could do that. And this is what I'm saying. You're not a doctor. 
You shouldn't be allowed. I don't care who it is. And then let's just look at some other things they do. Put your hands behind your back. My nigga, for what? Yeah. That's an uncomfortable way to walk. If I'm not under arrest for a violent crime, I think that's crazy. Yeah. Am I under arrest? No. Do I put my hands behind my back for? Get on the ground. For what? You can hear me better when I'm up here. Yeah. What are we talking about? The way that the way that some of them seem to be so locked up, you know what I mean? Like they're so tense. You need to relax. Now, if you're dealing with people every single day, they shouldn't have to be on the beat every single day. There should be no such thing as just a beat walking officer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You should either have to work the beat for two or three days, then do something else for two or three days, and then, I don't know, go walk with puppies on the fifth day. Yeah. They need some way of getting some of that stress off themselves. What is this? Oh, sorry. That's cool. Um, right. We could go on this. We could go on this tangent forever. We actually, I'm like, I'm pretty happy. I think we just went over an hour. Oh, okay. Already? Um, Jesus. Yeah. So there's actually one last thing I just want to do. I know that you also, obviously we do Potterhood. You have your new podcast out uh, on One Piece. What's that one? One Piece of Mind. One Piece of Mind. So because we're both into anime, I think I wanted to, this might be how I end episodes, just getting a top five of different things. I want to know your top five animes. Top five animes. One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, Yu Yu Hakusho, and let's see, who going to top out the fifth one? Who's going to top out the fifth one? You know what? Because I've been watching it recently and it just happens to be on my mind, One Punch Man. One Punch Man? Yep. All right. Top five right now. And I know as soon as I'm done, I'm going to remember like two and be tight. Yeah. I'm oh, Cowboy Bebop. Bebop. Take out One Punch Man, Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy yeah, Bebop we. is good. I'm definitely like, Dragon Ball Z, just all of that. Naruto. Um, I'm really into um, uh, My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what else? I did like Yu Yu Hakusho a lot growing up. I haven't watched that recently. Oh, bro. Re- rewatch that, like, today. And I know it's technically not an anime because it's not... Um, from Japan, but I, it's close enough that I still would want to put Avatar to the Last Airbender. If it, if it was an anime, I would. It's drawn similarly, and you can yeah. tell it's, it definitely has um, influences. But yeah, if, if I could add that, I would too. I yeah. definitely would. It has an anime feel. Um, once you do that, then you can start adding stuff like Boondocks, though, man. Oh, yeah, then you could just do Boondocks. It's Samurai Jack. Then you could just go crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I guess uh, I guess that's it, man. Thanks for doing this. Just plug, plug. What Buddy, thank you, thank you for having me. Um, let's see, plugs. You know what? Why not? Why, yeah. why, why not? Why not do this here? Why not? Yeah, this is your first. It's your first episode. So, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Nico White. I don't know if you can hear a dog lightly barking in the background, but if you can, then lucky you. But um, you can find me on Instagram at NicoWhite93. That's at N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E-9-3. Um, because this is Max's first episode, I guess I can drop some news, right? Yeah. I'm okay. going to shoot a special of some sort in September. 
I haven't dropped that news anywhere else but on Matt's podcast. So, yeah, I guess that's an exclusive announcement. But, yeah, I, and now that I've said it here, now I have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was doing it anyway, but yeah. Yeah, you get the news first, Max. Make sure y'all support the Potterhood podcast on yes. um, everywhere podcasts can be consumed. Check out my album. It's called Marcellus, M-A-R-S-C-E-L-L-U-S. It's available on um, all platforms. And Max was actually nice enough to cut up the album for me. So if you have an album you need cut up, talk to Max, pay Max. Um, and last but certainly not least, check out my new podcast, One Piece of Mind, O-N-E-P-I-E-C-E-O-F. M-I-N-D. I'm releasing episodes every Monday and I'm going to start doing a lot more One Piece content just in general on my YouTube channel. Nico White, N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T on YouTube. Thank y'all. Matt's cast, baby. Episode one. Peace and love. Yeah, so thank you again, Nico, for doing this. Uh, people Anything find, for you, Max. People can find me obviously here. Uh, Max Marcus Comedy on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. And this has been the MaxCast.